Hey everybody, this is Dario with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Everybody's going to have an opinion. Yes. What up? <laughs> After buzzes, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You guys, we're halfway through the season, week eight, Monday Night Football. Oh, damn, already? Can you believe it? I know. Jeez, I'm ready for it to be over. It's kind of No, well, by. that's because you're a Jets fan. No, you Everyone else. Be, a, be an optimist and fight through. You have another half to go. I'm just kidding. Exactly. Actually, it would be a good idea to start the show off on a moment of silence for the Jets. Come on. <laughs> well, well. Okay. Right. Right. We all, you know, we always start with Jets talk here, but um, first, let's bashing. introduce ourselves. <laughs> I'm your host, Christina Kaplan. I'm joined by Thaddeus Massey, Kevin John. Hey, I'm Steph Z, the Jets fan. Yes, Ooh. that's okay, man. I'm proud. So fine. Let's let's talk a little bit about the Jets oh, then. <laughs> they uh, are and one in one and seven. This what? Let's give this. A minute. A minute. What, they're yeah. one in seven. They, Gino they're one in seven. We had the only reason why I think that you know it, it's any newsworthy is because we had two big press conferences today that I feel like I'm by myself and no one else saw them. Um, we had the GM speak and Rex speak. Michael Vick is going to start next week, which I think is a big move. It's a good move. It's a move. I'm I happy with a move. I'm a Vick fan. I'm yeah. happy with a move. Um, everyone's talking about their you know Rex's job. Mike's job, like the GM, everyone's job, and you know they're clearly not addressing that. They're saying game to game. The only thing we're focusing on is Kansas City. So, uh, I mean, let, let go ahead. What do you, so, you want to say? No, no, you know, terrible. So, so, I actually so. want to know because I didn't see the game. It wasn't nationally televised, obviously. Of course. Um, so Gino, how was no, no, no? I I know Gino. How did Percy Harvin play? I wasn't super impressed. He played well. But he it didn't do anything crazy. No, he had some good plays, but he was like returning some kicks. You know, he had some good plays. He had his uniform on. He had Sweet. his uniform on. No, he had some good plays. <laughs> I like his. What I felt watching the team is I felt that because Gino was out very quick. He threw two receptions and three interceptions out. That yeah. was his stats for the pitiful. game. Pitiful. Pitiful. And Mike. But and did I, he get hurt? 
No. But well, did he get hurt? They said that on the tackle he hurt his shoulder a little bit, but his I call bullshit. His were hurt. Oh, stop Girl. it. Um, but I did. I like Pierce Harvin there. I feel like all the stuff about him not getting along with the other Seahawks is going to be okay. Hey, well, you if you hadn't heard, there's a lot of issues now with Marshawn Lynch in that locker room, too. So maybe it's not these guys and it's something internal in the Seahawks organization. Which is crazy to me. Yeah, yeah something, so. something's backed up in payroll. I think, I think something... Yeah, right? No, that is true. Go, girl. You said something's backed up the payroll? Something's backed up in payroll. The payroll department. Well, they better have that cleared up because Russell's expecting a record contract come the end of the season. He's going to get it. But, you know, the thing is, I wouldn't be surprised, actually, and this is a bold statement, Uh but if Russell Wilson was actually the epicenter of all the turmoil going on in the uh, locker room. It wouldn't surprise me either, honestly. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why would you? Okay, okay, let's let's, let's hear this out. For a number of reasons. One, there's been other teammates of, of his questioning his leadership to the point, and this is controversial. I don't agree with this, but they're saying that he wasn't black enough. Yeah, now, I what heard they that meant too. by that, that is up for interpretation. <laughs> Was that, yeah, I guess, I don't know. He's not dark skinned enough. You know, he looks Hawaiian. No, so. but it's because it's, it's, he said, is it because I'm well spoken and educated that they say I'm not black enough? He's like, out. what does that mean? That's what he said. He's like, what does time that out. even mean? Richard but, Sherman is educated. Right. And people will get, say he's beyond black. Right. I, so, I thought, you know, I, but I, I, I thought Russell Wilson was just, just had a, a suntan. <laughs> is he black? He is black, man. That okay, so black. you agree he's not black enough? Well, he's black so enough. Well, that's what go there. What, what is black enough? I don't know what that well, means like, either. Like, 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 talk like, about redi- like, that's so ridiculous to me. I, know. I know we tap dance around things I'm like sure this. I'm sure most of his fans in Seattle are pretty sure he's black enough for all the fans in Seattle. Right, and I know this is going to start a wild fire, and I'm going to go there. Like, what... I mean, are we really talking about right now black enough? Like, he's a freaking brilliant quarterback. Maybe his head's just a little big because he won a freaking Super Bowl. Well, who's he's saying just kind this? Of a wait, jerk. wait, Kevin, who's saying this? Uh, some of his teammates came out. I don't think. I think they spoke on uh, condition of anonymity. Yeah, anonymity. 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 They were anonymous. Anonymity. They were anonymous. Clearly, I'm not the educated black guy. So, anyway, you're black enough. I, I am black enough because right. I mispronounced No, that's right. so messed up that we're even playing oh, into this whole thing. That was thing. kind of racist. But it's funny. But <laughs> it is, but it's like, I just feel like it's so tap danced around. Like, all these statistics you hear, like, there's not that enough black quarterbacks. There's too many black quarterbacks. Like, seriously, like, once what, we stop what making does that race have issue, to do with anything right. in football? So once we stop that's talking about that being a reason for any type of behavior, then it will go away. So we should just move on to that. They might well, see, have that, no, but that's a misconception because if people are doing things based on whatever, just because you ignore it doesn't mean it is going to go away. Not that's ignore what the problem it, is. but I feel like there's there's a negative stigma around it that yeah. we're kind of laughing at right now, yeah. and I don't think that's appropriate either. No, Not ignore yeah. it. Like, we're talking about it. That's what people are saying, but then we're kind of joking into it, which but I feel it is like funny. is funny. Because it's so asinine, it's funny. Yes, it is asinine. And I, I am know. still black enough, even though I said asinine. <laughs> I don't know. All right. <laughs> I was concerned for a minute. Yeah, yeah. sure. Thanks for clarifying. All right. Well, that. let's move on from yeah. this asinine talk and move into our Monday Night Football. Right. The Cowboys versus the Redskins. Oh. We're already done bashing the Jets. I thought that was going to be longer. Well, we can bash them more later later on. The minute's gone. Um, Yes! Yes, the Cowboys 
and Redskins. <laughs> they went into overtime. Redskins won by a field goal. Wow. It was a tight game. Um, wow. Not what I think anyone expected, too. Which no. is, you know. All of us bet wrong. Yes, we were all wrong. Everyone I know said there's no way the Redskins are winning this game. I mean, they were in Dallas and they lost. I mean, and but, they beat the Cowboys, who were on a six-game winning streak. Cut so, McCoy. yes, well, we, I'll take him. Let, okay, let's let's start off talking about Colt McCoy then. Yeah, I'll give you his stats. He was twenty-five for thirty, two hundred and ninety-nine yards, one interception. Go Colt. Um, what? It, I'm a fan. Do you guys think Colt McCoy is the answer for this Redskins team? I'm I don't know this. if he's the answer for this team. I would like to see this guy. Get an opportunity to perform here and then go somewhere else where he could really shine. So you think this that whole, the minute that RG3 is healthy, he will start? Of course. Yeah, he's That's your franchise. Of course. He's, franchise. he's Most definitely. Play. Yeah. If not next week and the week after. I'll play. put it like this. He has the too many only, endorsement deals. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> the, the only person that really truly jeopardized RG3's um, starting position at one point was Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. And due to his mm. poor play, there's no longer a debate. There's no longer controversy. That That, that is RG3's seat when he gets back there. I don't even think Cousins even threatened it. Well, there I, was, was there was talk There was talk, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was just BS talk. Right. I, I mean, yeah. That wasn't real. That's just to start. Okay, so let me talk. ask you let me ask you a question. This kind of goes back to what Christina said. Do you truly think that RG three, from what he's done the last three years, is their quarterback Franchise of the future and they should put all of that faith and trust in him? What what do you think? Should and what they're doing is two totally different things. Do I think they should do it? No. Are they doing it? Yes. Okay, so you're so in okay, if well, you're I do the you think rest, they are. Yeah. Because they put so much into Just him when they first on got what him. What they've been doing, but it's like that, I feel like that's that's a common thing that's happening with some doing. of these quarterbacks. Like, but but it's not been working. He's been I hurt. agree. Yeah, well, that's I'm what I'm saying. saying it, but, but that why doesn't mean do they their energy is not. Should that I just said? Should they? No, but they are. Their energy is all on him. Yeah. Right, so but I'm saying there's got to be a way to start reworking some of these contracts. They have to, but I mean, the, what are they going to do? That, it always comes back to the money and this, that, and the other thing. It comes thing, back to money, business, marketing, endorsements, that whole thing. It's a whole package deal. You can't just have a guy who has this much hype put around him and then just cut him cold turkey. Right, and, ha- like and, yeah. and has but you RG3 had one I complete agree. season? Yeah. They would old school, they would. Yeah. Yeah. His first his first season, yeah, he, but that was in the playoffs. He played the entire season. Yeah. Okay, and, so, and he had a good seat. He played well. Well, he got hurt in the wild card he game. Ran well. Yeah. He, so, up until the wild card game, yeah. he played well, and then he hasn't had a complete season since then. Correct. So, I think that they are kind of holding on to that last little string of hope that he will come back from these injuries and you know, uh, proved to be the quarterback that they drafted him for. Problem with RG3 is this, and I'm just going to say it. A, he's injury prone. B, he is not a pocket passer. C, he does most of his damage outside of the pocket, but also escaping the pocket. There's a high probability that you're going to get hurt as a quarterback as well. So uh, is he one of the most explosive quarterbacks that we've seen come in the league in the last five years? Absolutely. I would say within the last – since Vic – I would say RG3 is the most explosive mobile quarterback. But really? 
Really? Yeah. Since Vic, I don't think we've seen any other explosive. He didn't even go that was that much of a. No, I wouldn't even put that. And I'm a 49er fan. Oh, no. We know. We know. Well, of course. I go I we were on a bye week, too, so it was a sad week for me. But, That's um, why he's at like an eight tonight. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm just, you know, I'm not. He's my like, I'm just daughter. here. Yeah. I, I didn't want to be here because the Niners didn't play this week. But, that um, sucks. But no, no, no. I mean, as far as, um, the, and, and Kaepernick's a good uh, comparison because he does bring that kind of threat. What about he, Cam Newton? No, Cam no. Cam a baller. No, he's he a baller. He can run baller. and he can sit in the pocket and throw. No, no, no. I, I, I still... What about first, Russell Wilson? All right. There's another. But, no, no, no. But see, the thing is, with Russell, Cam, and Kaepernick, these are people that are mobile quarterbacks, very true, but yet they also are, are pocket passers as well, and they will sit in the pocket and throw out of the pocket. Okay. Where RG3, I think, is a defense. I'm more afraid of his mobility than I'm afraid of his arm. If RG3... You're not afraid of his arm. I don't think... He, RG3 can't beat me with his arm. You're, if you're I'm right. Defense, you're not afraid of his arm. He can beat me right. with his feet, but he's not going to beat me with his arm. So Is he going to beat you with his feet? He can Yes, they work. We've seen it before. You got to do is lick him a couple times and it's a wrap. All you got to do is square up on him a couple times and it's over. Which goes back to my initial thing. You put him out of the game at any given just one or two pops from a linebacker, he's good. Which is why he's injury prone and which is why unless he learns how to be a pocket passer, he's not going to be able to flourish in this league. Right. So that was my my initial statement. I 100% agree with you. That's why I think the NFL needs to hire a couple of consultants like me and Kevin John to Uh, let these guys know what they think they're getting when these guys come out of college, stop looking at this merchandising and what how many jerseys they can sell. I know that's part of the business, but how many jerseys is he selling right now? That's a good question. Probably. I mean, you guys could yeah. be, you probably got, you're oh. probably selling, you're probably selling a lot of signed crutches right now. And you think if RG3 comes back next week, you think he'll last the rest of the season? You hell think no. he'll have a whole half season? Yeah. But the problem no, is they no. keep trying to rush him back in too early. But they, right. that was the issue they do before. that, they do that with, but they do that with everyone. Well, of course, because that's your franchise. You're paying them all this money. Seats. You want to, yeah, you I want understand. Him to, and you want him to sell. I mean, you yeah. want him to, you want him to play because you're paying him, and yeah, you put all these marketing dollars and all this money behind him. So you're like, this is what the fans are coming to see. So, question, question to everyone out here: but Would you, you put? Oh, sorry, but would you put? Do the fans want to see RG three, or do the fans want to see a win? Well, the they fans, saw a win tonight. The, the fans, right, the but that's fans what I'm definitely want to see a win. And he didn't win see it. more than anything. But I you got to also remember there's TV contracts that are involved as well. It's not yeah. just the fans uh, that are going to the stadium. The, the real money end. is the business end where you yeah. look at a TV contract. Absolutely. Who somebody, no, I yeah. just want to turn on the See, I want to see RG3 run their ball. I want to see him play. I'm not a Redskins fan, but I like this guy. He's electrifying, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's what you're looking at. That's the, yeah, that's the ultimate all, business of it. It's so So let me ask twisted. you, would any of you guys put RG3 Three back into the lineup immediately. Does um, anybody, does, does anybody want to see RG three the pocket pastor? I would watch that. I would watch. Especially I would with Deshaun Jackson, no, 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 Steve and Pierre Garcon. I know, I know you would watch it, but does anybody want to see <laughs> RG three the pocket passer? I'm talking about from a branding perspective. No, no, definitely not. Okay, but they, they want to see anybody want to see. Exciting. Does anybody want to see Peyton Manning run the ball? No, I would watch that. They want to see Peyton Manning the pocket passer. That's but you got to understand. True. But Peyton Manning also, how many years has he been in the league? But he's always been that. Exactly. People want to see longevity with their stars. People, people want to see, see RG three have longevity. People want to see how they've been branded and what they feel in their mind, how they've been programmed to view that player. That's what they want to see. 
Right, and for RG3, it's not a pocket passing. It's not pocket passing. No. You know, I'd love they to see... They want to see the excitement. You know, right. I'd love to see be able to throw the ball? Geno Smith. So anyways... Oh, shit. Um, well, yeah. Back to, back to what you were saying. I love that that's like the out of every conversation. Just throw a dig at the dance. Pretty much. Steph, you know I can't refrain. Hey, I'm man, sorry. I can, I, at least I... If tables were turned, oh, you'd be God. pissed. I can take so, it. He's good at it that time. I know. He's good it's at okay. I like it. I got to give it to him. Kevin, you mentioned Deshaun Jackson. He had five carries, six, no, six receptions for 136 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Beast. Is he the most dangerous? Deep threat in the league? Yeah. Is he the most feared deep ball receiver? I would say just as far as, I mean, I would say Calvin Johnson is the most feared receiver in the league. Yes, Calvin Johnson. Because um, yeah. Calvin, I mean, he, he's, he's Megatron. He's right. Megatron for a reason. Well, he's out right now, so he, let's. Yeah, he's not as feared. But, but he's um, a guy that, yeah, when he comes back, he's, not, he's, he's yeah. not He's not a guy who's injury prone either. So yeah. you're not afraid of like, oh yeah, we'll pop him and then he'll go back out. Like. Deshaun, you know he's what? He's going to come back and he's going to be a beast. You know what? I, you know what I can compare uh, Deshaun to, but the thing, funny thing is, he, they don't have nearly the same body size. But it's Randy Moss, and the reason I compare Deshaun Jackson to Randy Moss is because they both have opposing defenses scratching their heads when it comes to just deep threat receiver. Randy wouldn't come across the middle. He'd rarely come across the middle. He wasn't a possession receiver, but you best believe you would be scared as hell as him beating you deep. And that's the same thing that Deshaun Jackson brings to that team. Interesting. He's a deep. He's a deep threat receiver. Right, and that's yes. what Colt McCoy even said after the yeah. game. He's like, man, you know, you can never outthrow Deshaun. He's so fast. Oh, man. and he yeah. is. You saw that one. Uh, catch that he had for like 59 yards or something exactly. where he was like catching it behind it. He yeah. pretty much outrun the he pass. Outran the, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like it was a bad throw. It was a great throw, but he's just so fast. Yeah. I he I love him. Yeah. He's so, like even when he was with the Eagles, like he so just like makes that was romantic. No, no, stop. He just make like he makes those the he catches the bomb. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. I want to see. Yeah. Like how you're saying right. that yeah, is that people want to see so like I want to see that long ball they caught. Do. And he's yeah. got great hands. He, he rarely it. drops those passes yeah. too. Very true. Which is what so you look like. He's definitely fun to watch. He's an electric flying player. So little though too. I mean I know. you watch you look at him and you're like, dude is like what, five he get eight, eight or five nine and a hundred and no, I think he's like five. 10, 5, no, he's, 11. he's bigger than that. You know, you're thinking of Steve, Sproul. Sproul. Steve Smith is that small. Yeah, and Sproles is like 5'8". Steve, Steve Smith is like 5'9". But he's swole, though. Deshaun is a little on the slim side. But he's side. taller. Yeah. He's taller than... Uh, oh, he is? Okay. Yeah, than Steve Smith, yeah. He's definitely under 6 feet. He's under, but he's not as short as Steve Smith. I think yeah. he's like 5'10". I think Sproles is probably Hello. the shortest out of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sproles yeah, is, Sproles is, like, is tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm Sproles pretty sure he's like my height. Five six or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he's quick as hell though. Yeah, right? He's really quick. He knows how to. He's fast. People. He's fast and quick. Now, yeah. there was somebody else. Um, I think it was either this weekend or last weekend. <laughs> I want to say it was a rookie that was like he's like five six five seven as well. Oh, and from just, the Chargers. Um, oh, Brandon n- Oliver. N- yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's who it was. And he's ju- he's tiny, just like Sproles, and you know, getting in and out like got beating guys left and right, which exactly. is crazy. Well, you, uh, Woodhead's small too. Yeah. Well, he's out right now. Yeah, but I mean, Chargers. He's a small guy too. Yeah. Well, you gotta get up to Sproles too for his durability. You know, him, I know him and guys like him and uh, Maurice Jones Drew. They have UCLA, yeah, Bruins, baby. <laughs> uh, they have, and shout out to you guys for beating Colorado in overtime. <laughs> well, at least you won. Anyway, these guys have actually made a name for smaller players, or like Steve Smith, who's a you know right. undersized receiver who has excelled in the league on. 
Come on, Jerry Rice Crazy did it levels. before him. It's far small. You think Jerry Rice was a small guy? Jerry Rice was a small Jerry dude. Jerry Rice is what, six feet at least? Nah, Jerry Rice is like 5'10 like or 5'11, dude. He may be listed officially as six feet, but dude, is he? I, I think mean, Jerry Rice was six feet. He may he be was, listed officially, but no, I, think he's I know. Six We're feet. gonna go to our statistician. Our, <laughs> right. our producers here are gonna look that up. Jerry Rice was at my house last night. I measured him myself. I did. Well, speaking <laughs> of, you know, dynamic receivers. Uh, running backs. Let's talk about DeMarco. our boy DeMarco Murray. Yes. Holy crap. He is now rushed <laughs> right. for 1,056 yards um, in eight games. Already. <laughs> in eight games. There's only, he's like eight, there's only like eight other players that have done that or something like that. So, a very eight small league, yeah. number. Yeah. Talk about a guy making a name for himself right now. Uh, really. Jerry Once Rice is 6'2. Thank you. I knew he was six something. Dude, but he's listed at 6'2. You are no longer a true. Okay, so even if he's listed, Exactly. Right, I'll see what Deshaun Jackson. He's still six at. feet. Deshaun Jackson listed at five ten. I'm almost sure he's listed at five ten. All right, okay. let's see. I'm and Jerry Rice is six. I, I don't six remember something. Jerry Rice as being small. Exactly. I don't either. But what do you think? He what do you think? The biggest guy. Like, no, he was never. Owens is a big receiver. No, he was a. He's he's big. But see, the thing about Jerry Rice is Jerry Rice was never considered fast. He was just. Excellent route runner. Deshaun oh, yeah. Jackson, Crescent, Crescent, 5'10". Cr- yes. Precision. Sexy. Thank yeah. you. And Russ Walker, he's and a small guy, too. He is. Yeah, yeah. Walker's like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he does drugs. He's like 5'9". Five... <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. 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 But look, you live in Colorado. Isn't, like, marijuana and all that stuff legal? I don't think... Well, marijuana yeah, is... Yeah. I don't think what he did is legal. Yeah, marijuana's not a drug. It's a plant. Okay, well, anyway. you guys, listen to these outrageous stats. Not only is he leading the league in rushing... He's got 209 offensive touches. The next closest is Matt Forte with 163. Wow, that's a big difference. He's got 187 yeah. rushes. Uh, nine, well, now 1,056 rushing yards. The next closest is Arian Foster. I don't know how many he got in the game this week, but previously he had 615. So nowhere near no, DeMarco Murray. He had Murray. a great game, though, too. Um, he's had 28 rushes of 10-plus yards. Um, he has seven rushing touchdowns, but five fumbles on the season so far. That's what they're saying. So, yes. This is. Ball well, security. Well, he had one tonight. Which that, yeah, uh, ball okay. security. And Aaron yeah. Foster is actually second to him in three of those categories. Yes. Yeah. Aaron Foster is a baller, too. But, yeah. yeah. You know. Undrafted, too. Kevin Beeson. Right. Right. Um, Well, so are some of the, uh, not undrafted, but a lot of the Cowboys contracts are going to be up there like free agents this year. And the thing that interests about DeMarco Murray. Is one of those? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I we're gonna get Brian on the robo in a second. So bad, I know, right? I almost borrowed a cowboy shirt to wear tonight, but I couldn't do it. I want to be a Cowboys fan again so bad. I just can't do it until this era is over and done. Just can't. Do what it. the Jerry Jones era? No, the Tony the Jer- Romo, the Romo era, the Ro- whatever Romo, no mo, no mo Romo. When there's no mo Romo. That. No, I'm sure it exists. I'll be back. No more Romo. Yeah. Do you guys? I think he'd be an excellent. He'd be an amazing backup, though. I think he'd be like the best backup in the league. You know, the best backup ever Here was Steve Young. I knew you were going to say. It. I knew it. The best backup ever. I knew it. Okay, I can go with that. But I'm talking about right now. He'd be the best backup in the league. The best backup in the league right now. Uh, no, Romo would be if he was a backup. 
don't know, man. I think Blake Bortles is pretty Blake good. Blake Bortles right? is a, st- a starter, though. He's often. I, I don't know if that's if he's secured it for the rest. Well, of Well, yeah, the- I'm pretty sure he threw like four or five interceptions in this last game. So. If you guys, listen real quick. If you guys want to call in and curse me out, if you Cowboys fans are mad because I <laughs> please said do it. No more Romo and other. I'm like, yeah, I love the Cowboys. I've always loved the Cowboys, but. I love that whole Troy Aikman flawless era that I think the Cowboys are worthy of and supposed to be. So I hold the Cowboys to a different standard. That's just me. That's how I am. You can call in. We can talk about it. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. Right now. You heard that. But in the same sense, I, I understand that era of Cowboys where we all kind of wanted to to like them. It's been a while since the Aikman. Like, it's been a while of this Cowboys. and it, not Lakers, Cowboys, Yankees. That's just what it is for every sport. That's what the teams are. That's America's teams for each sport. Right, it's just but what I think it is. It, what I'm saying Cowboys is my question is how long have you been in this lull of, like, not wanting to be a Cowboys fan? Because I feel like the past couple of years it's been this same Romo roller coaster. It has been. Yeah. And I've never been on that roller coaster yeah, it's ever. Kinda, in fact, yeah. I didn't even park in the parking lot for that amusement park that the roller coaster was in since he's been there. I thought it was a good story for a minute, and then he was on the you know the Jessica Simpson thing. I thought that was cute for a second, but overall, <laughs> on the field, I haven't been like a super fan. Do I think he's a cool guy? Would I go grab some beers and some wings with him? Hell yeah, of course. He seems like that kind of cool guy. But in general, on the field, heh. Not so much. Colt McCoy. Yeah. Can you really? <laughs> but, uh, no, question. dude, I want McCoy. I love the Jets McCoy. Jets want McCoy. Right. We should sign him yesterday. Actually, speaking of quarterbacks that look good, I thought Brandon Whedon looked pretty good. Even so though he was good. barely in, I thought he looked very smooth. That He came in and electrified that offense. Four, Ten straight points. Yes. Four for six, 69 yards and a touchdown. And a, yeah, and 25-yard dart to, um, uh, what's his face, Jason Witten. Mm-hmm. Brandon Whedon looked sharp. And, you know, honestly, I think Romo trying to come back in and play hero at the end of the game ultimately sabotage. Bad ca- call. Yeah, a horrible call. Bad call. And I understand, you know, you're the starting quarterback of the franchise quarterback. You want to be out there when the game's but on the line. But you got the momentum. But that was selfish of you because Brandon Whedon was doing something. And he had he was, the momentum. He had yeah, the momentum going. He had the going. momentum going. And I think that was just Romo. I think they could have won the game if yeah, they didn't do that. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Whedon was feeling it, too. He and was it's feeling just, it. just him even coming back onto the field. They, they like understood that he was hurt. They had put past it. They were focused on the game. Yeah. Coming back out, arguing on the sidelines, whether or not to go back in, or whatever was happening. After the game, they said that he was just getting cleared, whatever, asking him questions if he could play. But I, I definitely think that was a very, very bad call. But from the beginning tonight's game, like, the pat I mean, Dallas Cowboys 6-1. and one. Like, Tony Romo, from the beginning of this game, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those Romo games. It started off, it wasn't <laughs> solid. But you know what I mean? Because it's like he's either right. on or he's not. And right. he, from the beginning, he kind of wasn't. Then him getting hurt was just like, and besides kinda the fact. Kind of reminds me of Lamar Odom from back in the day. Well, but besides the fact, too, you've got it's a friend. That's a strange comparison. That is a really strange comparison. Because I was thinking about somebody who's just like, uh, is it, what are you going to get this tonight? Right. That's true. Is it going to be, are you going to ball or are you going to like choke? It's going right. to be one of those things. I always felt like that with him. But in yeah. the same sense, too, it's like you've got, it's clear he that he's there. Too. Lance, 
it's clear that he is their <laughs> franchise quarterback. It's clear that they're six and one. So a game so close like this, some he's hurt with a reoccurring back injury. Do you like to risk him being worse hurt to maybe be out for more games? Like it was just a dumb call all around. Yeah, yeah, it was dumb. He, he wanted to play savior. He wanted to play hero. To put the cape on his back and go out and prove to everybody that he's Tony Romo, the the fighter. The I don't think it was the that. cowboy. I don't think it was that. This I think what, it did. I think this, his pride kind of got. I don't think it was that. I think it's a survival. It was more survival. At this point, he's not in the same position. Survival, like they're six and one. Yeah, no, they're, 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 the they're doing more than surviving. Yeah, but I, in the oh. sense of surviving the game, right? Is what you're talking about? No, I'm just talking about career-wise. Is you know he's six and one, great. That's, that that doesn't change that's my mind about good. him. That doesn't change my. That is that's a great record. By the way, six and one is a you great know who their one loss was to, right? It was oh, to. Jesus. Does anyone here know? It was not to the Stevie Young 49ers. Whatever. <laughs> That's a hater right there. No, I love the That's a hater. I have a so legitimate fun. question for you guys, though. Back to DeMarco Murray. I want to know what you think. Is it a matter of time before he kind of runs out of steam? Listen, or let me tell you something. When you have a running injured? game, sorry, mm. I, I'm not to cut you off. Tina, but when you have a running game that's commanding that kind of attention, the running game actually will dictate the pace of the game. This guy is carrying that team. Oh, yes. he totally yes. is. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Because Des Bryant, I'm, I'm pretty sure, only had about 30 yards tonight. So and to go back to the Romo thing, I'm not giving him any credit for these wins. I'm sorry, I'm just not. <laughs> okay, first of all, I think I think your your hatred of Romo is a I don't hate Romo. I'm just calling oh, you're it disdain for Romo. I love the Cowboys. I'm just, I'm just like it's kind of like when Shaq was here and playing for the Lakers. I don't know. I just wasn't. Yeah, and he guy. brought you guys three rings. So, anyways, he brought on. us three. rings? He brought you guys three rings yeah, all by himself. He did. Him he and was his named big MVP toe. one of those years. Him, him and his big toe. toe. Like, look, I, I don't. I will never appreciate a player that I never feel works up that lives up to their full potential, even if they're dominant. Giving eighty five percent, I don't agree with that. You so give one hundred percent and you bang it out one hundred percent all the time when you can, how you can. So I, you don't think that Romo is giving one hundred percent is what you're saying? No, I think Romo's giving one hundred percent. I'm not comparing Romo to Shaq at all because the talent level is not even com- comparable. It's not even close. What I'm saying with Romo is when <laughs> Romo wants to go back in the game, Romo is trying to. Once a backup comes in. And has a couple of good games and Romo's out. It's not an RG3 situation where they're going to bring him back. I think they're going to give the next guy a shot. So you're saying right now, if they had stayed with Whedon and Whedon had won the game, next week they would be considering starting Whedon. No, well, let's say... Absolutely not. No, definitely not. But let's say Whedon... Let's say Romo would have stayed out another game and would have balled out. But you're still looking at someone that brought them a six and one record. I can see if they were like yeah, two yeah. and five and Whedon came in and started winning games, right. then yeah. Well, it's many, like if Michael Vick comes in and starts winning games for the Jets. How many, how many, rings, how many, how many rings, rings does Romo have right now? How many rings does he yes. have? The same amount of rings as me. That would be zero. That would be nine. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the next subject then. Anyways, okay, rings rings don't obviously signify everything. It doesn't, I mean, but I mean, I just think that based on, like I said earlier, just, just you know, prefacing that this franchise is deserving of a higher caliber quarterback. That's all I'm saying. 
But uh, okay, uh, just and we can move. And on. And I will say the same I, thing with the 49ers. I think certain teams are worthy of certain levels of players because of that market and what that history of that organization is. And I don't think Romo is. Who would you like to see? There? There? That's what I'm about to say. I don't know. Not Romo. Just somebody better. I don't know. I just think, somebody better. Do you wish I, they would have actually drafted Johnny Football? I would have loved that. Oh, marketing, he's terrible. Marketing wise and business wise, I was smart. Yeah, I'm smart not gonna lie, smart. I was. Yeah. In, I, I would was have so loved to see what would have had to shake it up. They, a lot of people say they didn't. You didn't get him because they said Romo was already shitting bricks over the fact that he they might get Johnny football. I was shocked Jerry Jones didn't pull the trigger on that. They I said really that was. it might happen. They said that he. They a lot of there was a lot of rumors that Romo would not have been able to handle the pressure of, yeah. of, of, that he was of a backup him. with that kind of attention waiting. And this guy's not going to stop being Johnny Football. He's in the, and he would have been in his home state. But what does like, that go? But what like, is smoking cigars on the side? Honestly, it would have been too much. With a mink coat on, like Joe Namath back in the day. That's what he reminds me of. Broadway Joe. This dude is just so ah. flamboyant, and he's got so much like confidence that and he's so comfortable in his own skin. He, he knows. What, who he is, what he can do, and you know. But you gotta understand. You think about how much of a distraction that would bring to the Cowboys franchise and to the locker room. I think it would be more and of a I, distraction to Tony Romo. But what does that <laughs> say? What That's does what that we have with our quarterbacks? So, I agree with that. Think about when they brought Tebow to and Sanchez. Do, it's same, yeah, exactly. It's it the was same, just a media what you're circus. Saying, and I mean, yeah. Sanchez is incomparable to Tony Romo. But I, I think Tony Romo is better. But still, it's just, it was a, a media a, circus and it killed his confidence. Exactly. An elite quarterback would step up and do his job. It's that simple. You don't bring a backup in with that kind of cloud if you want your franchise quarterback Why, to if, focus if doing, on. If you're doing your thing, you don't need to bring up a backup with that. Right, kind of that's what I've been trying to say for the past five minutes. Sorry, but, Tina Cap. So, what does that say <laughs> about your quarterback if he's feeling pressure and intimidated by a backup when he is it's the franchise? When he's your pressure. franchise quarterback, then clearly. He does not have the mindset to be a franchise quarterback if he's going to be but if he's, he's going to lose right. focus. Listen, listen, Tina, and not just focus on his like game. You're going to bring Johnny Tina football Tina behind Tina Troy Aikman and Troy you wouldn't have blinked. He wouldn't have flinched. That's because Troy Aikman had that benefit of playing with the best offensive line ever, one of the greatest running backs. Okay, ever. so say Troy Aikman would have gotten hurt if and you brought Johnny 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 football. We need a bell. Exactly. It doesn't even matter. Peyton Manning would be like, "All right, cool." Down over there because I'm gonna uh, go play. Right. Listen, Take some notes, kid. No, yeah. no, no. Time out. Time out. Time I'm out. I'm with you. <laughs> Romo coaster. Look at his face. Thank you, Steven. Yeah, that's great. Time you out. If you, if you were gonna take, if you're, let me ask you a question. <laughs> if you take Tony Romo and put him on the Dallas team of the '90s, I guarantee you he produces three Super Bowl rings. If you take Troy Aikman and put him on the Dallas teams now, I guarantee you no rings. It's unfair to compare the both of them, especially because they had two totally different teams they were playing with and two totally different supporting cast. Back to my point that I was making to you, Tina. I'll let you marinate on that for a second before you <laughs> well, come up with you something. Say that with Back to you, Tina. Right. So like what I'm saying, so what I'm saying is you don't bring a polarizing But I don't to, agree with that. Wait, wait, let him, let him finish his, what were you going to say? You don't Go bring ahead, a pol- polarizing You don't bring a polarizing, high-profile backup quarterback when you have a star quarterback. And you would never bring a Manziel to Denver right now, or to the Seattle, or to San Francisco, or places where you have franchise quarterbacks because you know what it's going to bring. You only bring them to teams well, where the quarterback for different. obvious reasons. Kaepernick's not going anywhere. That's different. That's yeah, different. seriously. That's different. 
That's the you look at those are different dynamics you're talking about. Right, but and so you're saying you well say? you were saying bring one quarterback into a different team, another quarterback into a different team. I don't I get what you're saying, but I don't hundred percent agree with that because right now, even with the Jets, they're a freaking mess. But if you brought in a good if Tom Brady hey, was Manny, paying for oh. the Jets, we would be winning games, no matter what personnel with that, that he supporting had. Cast. Because look at look at the supporting cast that he had this year. He had all kinds of new people and I don't agree with that Romo plan. We got three rings. I don't agree with that. I think yeah. that's, I think that's bullcrap. What? And and no, I don't. What? That is appalling. It's appalling that you even said that. And I'm sure Michael Irvin and all the rest of the guys are appalled that you even said that. Tony Irvin Romo would have in your response. That, yeah. that, that I had a Tony Michael Irvin jersey. Wait, I'm going to I'm gonna tweet to at Michael Ball. Irvin Not right now. Do it. Tell him to call. Do it. Say, um, do you think that Tony I'm gonna Romo... Ask him. I just saw him the other night. Tony Romo played with his team I just saw him the other night. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask yeah. Irvin oh, next time I see him. Ask him. Ask him and see what he says. He would laugh. Wait, where, he would do, where do you first see of all, him? First of, all, first of all, let me tell you Out. something about Aikman. You know Aikman was never okay. asked to carry that team as a quarterback. Emmitt was asked to carry that team. Aikman, if you look at okay. a lot of his stats from did. the mid-90s, <laughs> Romo has to carry that team. You're a classic Cowboys team. fan, aren't you? I'm, I'm, He's no, not even a Cowboys he's fan. Just, no. He's no, talking no. from a sports perspective. I'm talking no, from, I'm just, Romo single-handedly is, had to carry that team. Troy Aikman did not have to carry. He had a great defense. But that's what they were defense. talking about this year that he doesn't. He doesn't have to be the star. That's why they think he's settling exactly. down and winning games. Okay, exactly. who do you think would perform better with this Cowboys team? Do you think Troy Aikman would actually do better with this Troy Aikman team, him and his prime, being with this Cowboys team right now than what Romo's doing right now? I think Troy Aikman would probably do the it's same. It's not that much better. They're 6-2. and two. They're doing fine. They really are. It might be six and one. I'm just saying. I mean, it I might, know, be, like, it might be. It might be seven and one or eight. I'm, no. I, no, I figure if Kevin know. John's doing a speech, I give him some music. <laughs> so, like I was saying, if and only if. So, like I was saying, I like how the Cowboys run through a bar when they come out. <laughs> and next. And scene. All right, That's so hopefully, so hopefully Michael Thanks. Irvin will tweet me back yeah. right now. I just asked him, so awesome. we'll see. Awesome. Awesome. Time to call in. I know, yeah. right? Let's let's um, 256 Mike. Okay, I want to know, obviously, this was the biggest upset, you know, for the Cowboys in this season for them because they were on right. such a roll. Any given so, Sunday, baby. What does this loss Monday. mean for this team? Where do you think they go? Yeah, they, they play the Cardinals next week. Oh, that's a good team. Game. So, what do you think? What do you see? This Where? Cow- Where? What do you? Th- they're gonna lose in, the next three games in Arizona. No, 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 in Dallas. In Dallas. So, I, I kind of agree with that. You think that's what you think is gonna, gonna happen with them? The next they're gonna kind of games. implode. Who are their opponent after yeah. Arizona? I don't know. I have to look it up. Okay. Um, yeah. No. Honestly, Actually, I think this. I think this loss is really going to be discouraging for them. I think it's kind of okay. Gonna so they play the Cardinals, the Jaguars, then they have a bye week, and oh. the Giants, Eagles, Bears, Eagles, Colts, Redskins again. Well, I say 17. they win. They'll win one of the next three. I say they lose, then they win. Yeah. Well, yeah. then they're on a bye. So. Yeah. You said they lose and they win. Okay. I think they're going to lose against the Cardinals. They're going to lose the Cardinals. I say that as well. But as far as like lost tonight, right? That's what I'm saying. As far as the the mentality for this team in that locker room, do you think? I mean, who? I, I don't see Tony Romo being the guy in the locker room standing up and saying, "Look, guys, we had a tough loss." Like. You know, giving the motivational speech to his team, like "Let's come back and do." Did you see you know, his press like, conference? I didn't Afterwards, watch it. Yeah, he's not exactly what you're saying. I agree. So who's he's the leader very, on that team? Uh, Demarco Des, Murray. Yeah, Des Bryant. Des Bryant. 
Wait. Des Bryant is the emotional leader, obviously. We know that. But um, he, he is. And you see the passion in him. And honestly, I think they need to start feeding Bryant a lot more. Yeah. You're talking about one of the most, if not the most, physically dominant receiver in the league. But who's supposed you to You saw feed what him? he did to Sherman. He's not more... Right. Yeah, physical yeah, well, thing. Man, I, I ain't listen <laughs> to you. Who's gonna feel Anyways. Burgess? You, <laughs> right. We so, didn't. Anyways. Right, exactly. At, at any rate, they need to start Weedy. feeding their star receiver more. Weedy you cannot have. You can't have Bryant only getting, you know, three receptions, three yards. Yeah. They, they they have to feed him yeah, once essential. It's I completely agree. Terrence Williams had the majority at six receptions for 69 yards. They yeah. do need yeah. to feed, they do need to feed uh, Des Bryant you gotta a lot feed more. Him. Yeah. But you just need someone else to hold the spoon. Man, if you don't leave Romo alone, dude, Romo, <laughs> Romo is honestly, and the reason I keep defending him is because he truly has put his heart and soul out there for this franchise the last five, six, seven years. And season after season, he's the one that's always scrutinized negatively, saying he's the reason that they're downfall when he has carried them on no, their back. He's not, I'm, I'm and not had saying. No help at all. I'm not saying he's a sole reason. When the enemies came upon him, they stumbled and fell. When the, when the opposition came and looked them in the eye, Tony Romo defeated them. And at the end of the day, if Tony Romo doesn't do anything else with his NFL career, he can say, you know what? I gave my all. I did the best I can. And I'm going to walk down the sunset a winner. No Super Bowl ring or at all. And I'm done. Sorry. Okay. Hang up the cape. Hang up the cape. All right, oh someone take God. that soapbox away from him right now. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> okay, so let's... One request. Uh, Kevin, can you just talk further away from the mic if you're going to yell for every single word? <laughs> I'm just going to keep his mic over here for a <laughs> little bit. Blowing out our speakers right. over here. Right. Right. You're on a five-minute timeout. Yeah, you're on a timeout. I'm on a five-minute timeout. <laughs> I, love actually, your, I, love your passion for, I love your passion for Tony Romo. <laughs> At the end of the day, it is what it is. It, there's a persona. There's a persona of leadership that comes from every great, great quarterback. He's a warrior. He is. I'll give him that. And he, he, is. he is. But leader. Hmm. I agree. He's a good yeah, quarterback. He's good not quarterback. so good under clutch he situations. Some, he has some good intangibles, but and he doesn't have that leader, thing on the he field. He doesn't have that. That he doesn't have that pizzazz or whatever you want. Presence. Yeah. He doesn't have the X factor. No. He doesn't Simon Cowell would have voted him off. Yeah. But so we mentioned Des Bryant needs to be fed a little bit more. Let's talk about another receiver that I think needs to be fed a lot a lot more on that uh, Redskins offense is Pierre Garcon. Yeah. He's been kind oh, of we, we, Did he have like one catch night too? He had let's see, four receptions oh, four. for forty seven yards. Few, yeah, no, which is very, very low for him. Yeah. Um I, I'm just kind of confused why they haven't really been going to him at all this season. Well you gotta remember that uh, Murray is on a campaign right now, so whenever you have a running game like that, the receivers are gonna, you know. No, I'm you, talking about on the Redskins. Garcon, oh, my bad. Yes, yeah, Garcon. Yeah, I um, mean we have Alfred Morris. I'm still thinking about Des yeah. Bryant. <laughs> he played. They. Uh, my bad. Go ahead. He had 18 carries for 73 yards and a touchdown. So their run game, they were both teams were able to establish right. a pretty st- strong ground game. Um, I just don't. I. Do you guys agree? You think that they need to kind of interject uh, Garcon back into the this offense a little bit more? Yeah, I, I agree with that. 
I mean, we didn't see much from him. He's a good player. I feel like we've seen more from him in the past. And, like, it was funny when you said that. Even tonight, I was wondering, I'm like, is he hurt? Like, why are they not utilizing him as right. much? I mean, like, I don't think he can do the long ball like Jackson can. And I understand there's different needs for different receiver, receivers. But I, I thought that we were going to see more of him. Because the Redskins played Monday Night Football a few weeks back, and we talked about this. And we, we talked, I feel like we almost talked about this same thing about him and how much he's, how much playtime or plays yes. he's getting. And it was, we were all like, he should get more. And, and we I don't probably like talked about it because yeah. he's on my fantasy team, so I know that he's not getting anything. Yeah. In, it's just, last year I had him on my team too, and he he's a dynamic player. He's a strong receiver. Right. He's very good. I just don't understand if it's maybe, you know, a new offense that they're running and he's just... Yeah. With, with, the, with the new, with the addition to Deshaun, I guess maybe that drops his his amounts of targets. The problem is this: yeah. one, a the acquisition of Deshaun Jackson, obviously, yes, you know that's your high profile receiver. You're going to try to feed him more. Two, he's had three different starting quarterbacks. Yes, right. True. So he's he can't develop a chemistry with the quarterback as well. So I think you, you look at some of those factors, and game, and game and, strategies can change from quarterback to quarterback. as Exactly. Well. So you know you put those together, and I, I think that's the reason why he hasn't been. As productive this year. He's still a great receiver, still has it in him, but yeah. there's just a lot of change going on. And Santana Moss, I would like to see them revive him as well. Yeah, he yeah. went in once tonight. Yeah, yeah. He's still one the league. yeah. yeah. He's and still he can still get it done, too. Yeah. He can still get it's it done. Santana, where you at, boy? Seeing you in a minute, bro. Get in there. It's been a while. That sounded like a line from like a Friday movie or something. Yeah, right. Coming to America. Or I just feel like I haven't seen him in forever. He, I, he, Santana's still around. He's still around. Call in if you want. Yeah. Santana. <laughs> Michael. What's that number again? All, all, you, all you guys. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. Actually, before they acquired Deshaun, Santana was more of their, you know, deep threat yeah. receiver. He was. You know. But they're not, you know, I miss him. He was. A, he's a fun player to watch. He was. Yeah, so I guess that makes sense, what you're saying. You know, different quarterbacks... He hasn't been able to establish a relationship mm-hmm. with any of them. And also, you know what I noticed um, with Colt McCoy tonight is a lot of the times when he's feeling the pressure and he's trying to get out of the pocket, he can't, like, he doesn't scan the field like maybe an Andrew Luck or, uh, you know, other quarterbacks like that where if they see there's nobody open here and they look to the right and they, they, they scan the field for an open receiver, he kind of gets stuck of where he's looking and, and can't really do much after that. Um, mm. Did you guys feel the same way? Did you kind of see that with him? I felt like they mentioned that, too, that you can, like, tell where he's going. Yeah, the, the commentators were saying, tele- yeah, you were, like, you knew it? where he would zone in on and he would go. His reads? Tell a... Look, looking off the... Tell us something. He's... he's I'm, I can't even think of it right now. There's a term when they say you're... The quarterback is... Uh, damn it, somebody's going to... Correct me on this on YouTube. Quarterback is giving away where he's going with it. There, it's uh, something there. There reads. We, Tell us something is a term. Okay, so we, anyways, exactly like he would just. It wasn't like he was faking. There wasn't a lot of stuff where he would like make up think one thing or another. Mm-hmm. It was pretty clear where he was going with the ball, and if yes. that didn't work, he'd run. He ran. Yes. A few, I, he had a 
he had scored a touchdown. That was my play of the game right yes. there. Yeah, he's got balls. That seven-yard uh, scramble he did. That was a big straight up the gut. Yeah, that was a big confidence booster for him. Yeah, definitely. I thought he's a pretty mobile guy. He was pretty mobile in college. Yeah, people forgot at Texas he was a mobile quarterback too. So, and we know that Washington has a lot of plays in their package for mobile quarterbacks, obviously because of RG three. So, yeah, that's something that Colt McCoy, depending on how long RG three would be out, Colt McCoy can benefit off of. I'd like to see McCoy play at least one more game. I liked watching him. Like you know, and again, it's not like he came in and was like a star or whatever. But I feel like he played a a good game, a solid game. Yeah, he played a solid game. Like for his first game with them, like. Mm I don't know, man. It's like I, I sit there and I watch. He may get another shot. Yeah, because yeah. really, this may be his last chance to really earn a starting spot somewhere in the league. Otherwise, or, he'll just yeah. be a backup the rest of his career. So I would like to see yeah. him get a, you know, an opportunity. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do in that quarterback position. I suppose in the next couple of weeks with RG three, um, his impending return, uh, he looked. I mean, he practiced before the game, and there were yeah. there were rumors that he may come in, may make an appearance. So I think that he probably will come back in the next week or two. Please don't rush him back. Yeah. I know, Washington. Don't don't do it. It's not worth it. No, he's it just, just going to go right back sense. out. Thank you, guys. Are Thank you. just. People in general, you're just very susceptible to re-injury once you've injured yourself once. And he's done it twice now. Well, well you're not modifying times. your gameplay. Yes, it's yeah. going to happen. So I, I just don't – I feel like he's kind of – I don't think there's ever going to be – he's ever going to return to that first season form. I think he's always going to be struggling with injuries. Just his build, too. Like he always I was going to say. He gets flung around like a rag doll. He's not like a really, like, stocky – Gotta be stronger. Guy, he's not like his build. He's like really lean. And you know, he was like a track star in, yeah. co- in, in college. He was a hurdler. Yeah, he was a track star. This guy's mm-hmm. really fast, mm-hmm. you know. So, But he has that track build also. So it's kind of like. I wonder if that makes him more <laughs> prone to like, the injuries because of the running and the stuff. He know actually I mean? kind of runs like he's on the track. He's yeah. really fast. He's got that stride. But when you get hit, watch out. Because you ain't just tripping over a you're, hurdle. You're not putting your right. You're not putting your center of gravity running on the track is totally different than running on a football field. It's not the same. I'm just say this: there was a specific reason in the 2012 draft why Indianapolis Indianapolis took Andrew Luck with the first pick over RG3. And I remember that was very controversial at that time. They were like, because RG3 was coming off the Heisman Trophy. Right. A lot of people viewed him as the most, uh, you know, one. proficient dual threat ever. Had the Subway and, commercials coming out. Yep. There was a, and, and then Indianapolis passed on him, took Andrew Luck with the first pick. and he, he, Smart. They, they, they had wanted a, someone who had the future of a Peyton. They wanted the Peyton. I was going to say that. that, that is he, true. Yeah, yeah. They were looking for that. Manning, yeah. Yeah. And they would have kept Manning if they could have. I mean, it was just... Well, that he was, kind of... Th- I, I, I think once they saw they had the opportunity to land either an RG3 right, or... Right, but if, if Manning wouldn't have got hurt, right, if he then got hurt, he would have been... St- who knows? There, he could still be there. Right. But because he got hurt, then Andrew Luck came up. Then, of course, it was like, okay, They would have still brought Andrew in, and, and they would have had Peyton mentor Andrew the first year. That's exactly what we're saying. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well... Lots of quarterback controversies throughout oh, no. the league, honestly. Colt McCoy. But I want to get back into... Bring Brett Favre back. 
Yeah. Oh Might as well. Um, yeah, seriously, just just bring them. Back. You know the most <laughs> upsetting thing? I don't know why. Yeah, go ahead. Jack. I have no control I'll over this. Don't hate me because I'm the Jets fan. I'm easy to be picked on. But I saw actually today um, a picture. Someone had doctored a picture to, that showed Johnny Football in a Jets jersey. Ooh, that would now that would be interesting, and plus that's a big market in New York. I, I can see that. I, don't I think that'd be a smart, it, smart idea. Bring Tebow back. Well, they were saying Ooh. that because Tebow and Percy, because they played together in college. Yes, that would be. Oh, at, at Florida, that's yep. right. I forgot about that. Mm. You know who else played on that team with them at Florida? Mm. Aaron Hernandez. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was random. But um, you anyway. know what else he does. <laughs> he kills people. <laughs> I know that was horrible. Sorry, that was a horrible red. Oh, you're back in timeout. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this game went into overtime, oh, you guys. Goodness. I knew it was gonna. I there. I feel like the Redskins defense won that game for them. Do you agree with me? I feel like Tony Romo lost that game for them. <laughs> you really don't think they're, the Redskins' no. defense played really well? Actually, I agree with you. They did, but I feel like the momentum that the Cowboys had, and that if they would have kept that momentum, and if Tony Romo wouldn't have come back in, they would have been able to get close enough to kick a field goal and win. That is the one time I will agree that Tony Romo did lose the game for them. Yeah, I feel that, like Whedon, Whedon was, he was on, yeah. he was on point. I'm going to get was you a jersey, He's, Kevin, He was feeling this like, this is my opportunity, I'm going to take this game. I'm going to win this game for my team. He had that in him, that that X factor that we talk about that Tony Romo didn't have. He came back into the game. He's like, I'm hurt. What am I going to do? I'm going to save the day. No, I'm not. Blah, blah, blah. And it didn't work. I'm going to get him a jersey that's half cowboy, half 49. And on the back is going to say, Ropernick. Since he's jumped on his cowboy that's thing. my thing. That's I, I just think that Romo gets an unfair deal, and he is always no, it's, wrongly scored. I think he's a great quarterback, and he just—I love his passion. He's great. He's a yeah. great quarterback. No, you know what it should say on the back, he's Yomo. Good. What should it say, Yomo? Oh, young. Steve Young. Yomo. Were they the same number? I don't know. Nine was eight. Yeah, Steve Young right. was eight. The best right. number eight of all time. If you look in that number thing, Majigger. All right. Well, the best number actually, eight of all Cal time. R- Cal, Cal Ripken was the best number eight of all one, time. Kobe one, Bryant would argue that he's twenty-four. Well, anyways, yeah. I said Kobe Bryant would argue that. <laughs> one more defensive player. I just want to make a mention, even though you guys don't think that that Redskins defense saved the day. I felt like in overtime that they won you. that game for them. Um, we had Keenan Robinson. He was the NFC player, defensive player of the week last week. He had 10 tackles, one sack, and a tackle for loss in the game tonight. He was definitely made his presence known um, in that defense. We also had Bashad Bremen, who was a rookie out of Clemson. He was sick. Who forced the fumble. Yeah, Yeah, he was great. They had a a, a few guys on that team. And then, you know, with with them missing Arakpo and a couple of their other defensive players, you know, I felt like they stepped up tonight, and I felt like their defense played really well. Yeah, Bremen totally stepped up. I mean, Mm -hmm. he had those plays. uh, And it's funny because a lot of those plays that he had, like where he blocked the passes, I feel like it was so dialed that they – I would have expected some of those plays to be called penalties, but the way that he did it and got in there and his positioning was so like smart that it wasn't a penalty at all. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really good. Well, it was a, it was definitely an exciting Monday Night Football game. I like yeah. when they're close like that, yeah. um, which in is the be- cool. In the beginning, it was almost like the ball had grease on it. 
Yeah. It was like turnover to turnover. Yeah. It, no, turnover. it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was lots of, it was Exciting crazy. football action. Yeah. You're right. Totally. So let's get into predictions. Oh, shit. Who plays uh, Colts and the Giants? And now, you're after Buzz TV. Yes. So first we can start. I, I think we skipped this last week. I don't know why, because I was just like not thinking or something. But you, I brought it up. I know you, you did. You and then when I thought it, about it after, I was like, after, like, I, was right, like I was like, we always do that. Why did I say no? But anyway, so the Redskins are at the Vikings on Sunday. I'm going to take the Redskins. I think that they at the Vikings. have the momentum. I think that they are better than this Vikings team. It's they're struggling. I think this was a good, uh, necessary must-win or much-needed win, I should say, for the Redskins. And mm. I think that they are going to win. What's their record now? They are three and five, and the Cowboys, who are six and two, are playing the Cardinals at home. And the Vikings are what? Uh, I'm not sure what the Vikings are. I think maybe two and... They're three and five. Three and five, two. Okay. I think the Cardinals are going to beat the Cowboys. um, So I'm taking the Redskins and the Cardinals. You think the Cowboys... You think the Cardinals are going to beat the Cowboys? Yes. In Dallas? Yes. And what's the what's the Cardinals record? Right they're now? they're six and one. Okay. Yeah, the Cardinals are the last team. Well, actually, them and Den- Denver that have lost one game. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Eagles? Oh no, did the Eagles? Yeah, Philly. They're five and two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think, Daddy? He's thinking I'm in, hard. I'm inclined to I'm inclined to pick the Cardinals. Okay. Um, but the Cowboys the Cowboys are pissed. Right now, <laughs> but it's like, what's the extent of Romo's back injury? They say it's a back contusion, but it's is a, he going a, to contusion. play through all this like pain? And I would almost say, if Romo plays, they lose. Yeah. If he doesn't, they win. Yeah, see, that's why. That, exactly. I like him. And I, you and don't I like have that. To get I like that. I, I like him. that. I like that because I'm really kind of thinking like along those I lines like his, as well. Yeah, I like his. That's passion. why I'm like. Oh, so are you, you taking know. Redskins or Vikings? I'll go with the Redskins. That's a hard choice. And you're choice, going though. with the Cardinals, or are you going to go sorry. with the Cowboys? No, I did say. Wait. Oh, Cardinals. You said Cardinals. Yeah. Redskins okay. over Vikings, right? Yeah. yeah. And Cardinals over Cowboys. That's my pick, too. Kevin? Yeah, Redskins over Vikings, definitely. I, I think that Colt McCoy now has all the confidence in the world. I think that he's 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 filled with confidence now. He's right. going to head into um, the you know the next game against Minnesota, and I, I, he's going to take care of business because he knows he he has the world watching him now. Yep. He's going to prove himself. Um, as far as the uh, the Cowboys and the Cardinals, uh, I, I say the Cardinals. Um, and the reason I say the Cardinals is because it all depends on Romo's injury. If he's going to try to play injured, yeah, I think that's going to be a detriment to the team. But if he does recover fully, I I would actually say if he if Romo's fully recovered and starting, I would put the Cowboys over the Cardinals. But if he's not, if he's sixty percent, well, but that's hard to say because was he fully recovered coming into this game? Like, is he fully recovered over his back, or is he more prone to getting hurt again because of that previous injury? Well, of course he's more fully. prone, but I don't think he had any issues coming into this yeah, game. Exactly, he got hit really hard. Yeah, and 
That's part of the game. You, get, you play hurt. Yeah. You don't play injured, No, but that, but that hit that he took that messed up his back, you know. Right, but I'm saying if his back wouldn't have previously be injured, he wouldn't. Right, no, so that's what I said. Yeah. He is more injury prone, but I don't think he yeah. was having any issues, at least as far as we know. Yeah. Um, into this. I'm gonna. God, I don't want to pick the same because I like when we have some, you know, no, competition it is what it, here. It is what but it yeah, is. I'm gonna pick the Redskins and the Cardinals too. So okay, for Monday Night Football, then we have the Colts and the Giants, and they're playing in New York. The Colts just lost tremendously. Oh, Ben Roethlisberger just annihilated. Yeah, them. he just. So it's the Colts and the Giants ugly. in yeah. New York and all. But will Manning? But but but. Him? but but the Giants are coming off a bye week. So uh, this is a tough decision for me. I I don't know. Uh, Giants. I know. I kind of want to go with the Giants as well. I feel like they have. Actually, you know, it really depends. I wonder if Rashad Jennings will be back this week. Um, because Andre Williams wasn't really able to establish much of a run game for them. Rashad has been playing well. So I'm. Wondering if if he's back, that'll probably add to uh, be a factor in them winning. I I don't know. Pick a team. Pick a team. Any team. I'm gonna go Colts. All right. Okay. Okay. You said Giants, Thaddeus. Yes. Kevin. I'm going Giants. Steph. I'm going Giants too. I gotta go Giants. All right. I, I, I feel like, like a, I need to mix it up for you guys. Yeah, that's thank, what you, I'm thank you. Thank you. Know, you go. So at least there'll be one, maybe three wrong. Who knows? And I'm going to put it out there: the New York Jets are going to win this weekend against Kansas City. Boom! With Michael Vick. Against Kansas City? In Kansas City? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. What do I get if we win? Come on. I, I'm a, a roll high with you five. because <laughs> I'm a roll with you because I'm a Vic fan. So I'm a roll with you on that. Yeah. Well. Straight up. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Tell everyone where they can find you, lovely people. Stuff. Ladies first. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph Z. Go to my stuff because I need you to vote for me. Click on the link in my bio for both of those and cast a vote. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, please vote for this girl. Her video is amazing. Yes. I vote all the time. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Kevin John, or you can also find me on Tony Romo's website. I'm the president of it. <laughs> of the fan that, club. That's a joke, obviously. I love you. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Club Thaddeus, GQJedi.com. You can find me here. After Buzz, uh, Mondays for America's Next Top Model, Sundays for Homeland, and Thursdays. <laughs> Okay. For how to get away with murder, What's you can Steph find Z? me there too. Okay, well, we're doing drops for other shows. I okay. am That's Tina Kaplan. <laughs> you can find me at Tina Cap on Instagram and Twitter. And we really love you guys watching us. Keep leaving your comments. Let us know what you think about this game, next game, any game. If you want us to talk about something specific, less Jets. <laughs> I know uh, you guys don't like the Jets, but just tell us. Leave actually, the comments. if you read the comments, we're getting more and more no, Jets fans. No, I know, I know. Who's our one fan? What's his name again? Rev Rev Clavor. Rev Clavor. Rev Big shout out to yes. you. Thanks for watching. Love you guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other aftershows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. It's like a buzz. buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.